We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back, Team 980. Burgundy Gold today. Scott Jackson here with you. Our pleasure here in the final hour to head to the BetQL guest hotline and bring in the one and only Fred Smooth, the cover specialist, the mouth of the South. And uh, haven't seen you since Thursday. Um, how'd you recover from going through what we had to go through that night? Uh, yeah, it was hard, brother, but we made it through. <laughs> Dude, I made myself go back and watch it uh, this morning again with the All-22 version of it. And it, let me tell you something, it doesn't make you feel any better, but... Uh, Hey, W's a W, I suppose. Oh, no, it is. At the end of the day, it's hard to win in the NFL. And just because one team might not win but two games all season and one win 10, it's a hard league to get any wins in. All wins are created equally. All right, before we get to your defense, just your reaction to the idea of uh, the Taylor Heineke show now, uh, 2.0, this will be – uh, his second crack at being the starter uh, with this franchise for the foreseeable future with uh, Carson Wentz out with that finger injury. What do you think we can expect from, from Taylor Heineke? Well, let's be honest. You know, this is the energy that comes with, with the Heineke and the fact that when the backup comes in, everybody else kind of takes their game to another level to kind of ease the pathway to victory for those guys. So that will be there. Considering that he's been a starter for this team, him coming in, the playbook is still wide open. That's what you got going for you. The one thing about Carson, he's a pocket passer, and we call pocket passers mannequins. The one thing about a mannequin, I know where it works at, right there, right, right there in the department center. But now you're talking about with Heineke, a guy that's going to move around. And when the play breaks down, that's going to help us on third down, a down that we haven't been getting the easy third and fours and the thirds and fives. Think about this. If Heineke runs for two to three first downs a game, that will average more first downs on third down than we didn't have in the last three, four games. So I think it's there. And like I said, he has a relationship with the receivers already. I think it's going to help us for the games to come right now. I'm not saying that he's the better quarterback. The one thing Carson can do is throw deep balls better than him, but we haven't been completing him at a high rate anyway. So I think this will be a methodical way of doing things, and I know for a fact Heineke will help the defense because he will get some third downs. You got to think there's some guys in this team that got to be really excited about this, right? That that haven't really been as much a part of the offense because it's not what is a win strength. Guys that are, you know, maybe the check down guys like a, a JD McKissick, 
Uh, certainly, if you're one of the other receivers that didn't seem to get on the same page of Carson, like a Cam Sims, you know, I mean, it would seem like those guys have got to be maybe the most excited. Well, all of the guys going to be excited. You got to realize uh, he has a relationship with, with, with Terry McLaurin, and if I'm if I'm a guy trying to steal a job, keep a job, and I got a number one like Terry, I'm gonna give him twelve chances to help me keep my job every game. Like I don't care what coach said, I'm gonna get seventeen the ball, and I yeah. think that's what he'll do. And I think he he feels it. He understands. Hey, if I ever want to start in this league, he gonna me a shot to prove people that I'm a starting quarterback. And I think he'll go out there and he'll play with that passion. But the thing is, do they Cooper rush this thing and temper the offense down? All right, with Scott Turner, do they temper it up? Because this guy, they familiar with him. Yeah, and you also got to wonder, Fred, if there's just some things that they just haven't got to with Carson Wentz that they can get to now with – with with uh, you know with Taylor Heineke back in there in terms of the of the run game that maybe RPOs and things that they have not shown in the past. Oh yeah, they can go back to RPOs and like I said, it's a difference in the quarterbacks. It's a difference in the approach. And that's why I made the Cooper Rush analogy on that one because mm-hmm. you see what what the Cowboys did with their overall team. They realized, hey, we have a toupee. When you got a toupee, it's the ultimate replacement for real hair. So until the real thing comes back. We're going to use this toupee to look good. And the question is, are we going to pick up where we left off? Will Heineken say, let's, let's add some more to it? Are they going to thumb it down and say, let's lean on the running game and play good defense, which the front has been playing well, not so much the defensive back? We're here with Fred Smoot with us here on the uh, Team Night Streaming Live on the free Odyssey app, uh, talking with the cover specialist. You were on a team that, you know, look, you, you looked like you were, you know, maybe not going anywhere with your number one quarterback, but then Todd Collins came in and really jump-started you guys uh, as well. As you pointed out, guys maybe raised their game. You know, he had the familiarity with the offense, whatever it may be. But why does it always feel like, in particular in this city, that the backup quarterback has maybe more of a, you know, maybe more of a guy's guy kind of relationship with, with the teammates versus the starter? Uh, I, I think that's in every city, Jack. I just think that the, the – Look up quarterback because we never need him until we need him. He's very similar to the kicker. Like, the kicker is only unpopular unless he missed the field goal. But if he makes them, he becomes a folk legend. So, at the end of the day, I just think the guy there's no pressure on. Like, we got to realize, it's, it's like a marriage. Like, the guy that pays the bills and you go through the real problems with, it ain't fun all the time. But, you know, maybe you got a number two. Number two is always fun. And that's what the backup is. He's number two. He's always fun because he don't have any responsibility until he has it. Yeah, that, that's an interesting way to look at it. I, I just think, like, they're maybe to the, the starting quarterback – you know, depending on – look, everybody's different. Personalities are different. Always, They have to be more corporate. You know what I mean? They have to deal with the media. And the, and the backup quarterback can just kind of hang out and be loose more often than the starter can. Yeah, it, it doesn't have to be more – it don't have to be as much as a politician. Yeah, that's He's a good one. Yeah, yeah, not as much as a politician. Uh, not a guy that's the face of the franchise. So he's very much like the other guys. The underdog, you know, everybody mm-hmm. loves the underdog, and the ultimate underdog is a backup quarterback. We got 32 ultimate underdogs that people can't wait to see play until they play. All right, I got to ask you, Fred Simmons with the Cover Specialist here on the Team Night Day streaming live on the Free Odyssey app. So now, William Jackson the third says he wasn't asking for a trade. Doesn't know where that story came from from NFL Network last week. 
Um, the team now says they just want him, to, you know, they're rehabbing him to get healthy. Uh, you know, it wouldn't say, though, if he was healthy, if he'd play, but that he's just not available right now with that back injury. What in the heck's going on with William Jackson at 30? Do you think we'll ever see him back on the field with this team? I, I, I don't know, because like you said, that's this, this one of those things where you can't take a story back. You can't say this is what it is, and now all of a sudden, no, this is what it's not. Uh, if it, if it's a little smoke there. Uh, it's a little smoke. There must be some fire. So at the end of the day, I I, I don't know because there's nothing clear about it. But we know it's been a strained relationship for a while. And anytime you're talking about free agency, it's just like any other investment that you make in your life. What are the returns on your investment? Well, we, well you got to realize William Jackson III, aka Dollar Bill, is the most expensive defensive player we have on the field, and the returns are not. There. No doubt. Defense looks like they're playing better, Fred. I know that certainly Justin Fields and some of his teammates helped them look better Thursday night, but at least in the front four in particular, uh, they've been playing better. Your secondary hasn't been giving up as many foobar plays, if you will. Uh, what, what have you seen there for the defense, and is this a defense now maybe trending in the right direction that might be trustworthy? Uh, what I'm seeing is because the backups the last two years has played so much football, they are filling in the gaps like starter Casey Tuhill, Obata. These guys are coming in and they're making plays. All right? they're, they're not just coming in and filling in for guys. They're making starter-like plays. And when you've got that much depth at the front, it allows you to do multiple things. It allows you to rotate guys and have some guys that's not winded in there. It allows – that's what I told people last year. Last year was a blessing in disguise. A lot of people hurt. I mean, a lot of guys had to play, and now you trust these guys in those situations. And I think we even got to turn it up a notch. I watched that Jets-Packers uh, game, and at the end of the day, the Jets lit the Packers on fire when it came to the defensive front and the linebackers blitzing. I'm wondering, if you just watch a team do this to Aaron Rodgers, are you not going to turn around and literally – Blitz the cheese heads all the time. Listen, they look like rotten cheese right now, and I think you got to take an advantage of that, and you can't let them get on the road. No doubt. Uh, they do not look like uh, the team that's been the NFC top seed for the last couple years uh, this year at all. I mean, not surprising with Devontae Adams gone, but, you know, when your quarterback takes all the money and he doesn't spend the offseason getting to know these youngsters that are put on the field, I, I can't say it's totally shocking. No, you can't say it's shocking because guess what? Teams usually take on the identity of their quarterback, all right? And if your quarterback has been sporadic in the way he's done stuff, he, he hasn't been able to lead the young guys, what happens when you actually get into chaos? That's how football is, is organized chaos. So if you can't handle that chaos together, it will show, and it's going to show as the season goes on because you got to talk about a team – but for them not passing well, they're not really running the ball well either because by the time they really get to running the ball, they're behind 14, 10 points. Now they got to pass the ball. And let's be honest, he's passing the ball to the faceless men. I mean, most people can't even name the Packers receiver, let alone. But guess what? We've been having problems in the defensive backfield. So we can't really say anything about it. Yeah, it's true. I mean, this team has been uh, – the secondary has been very charitable. Uh, throughout the season, even even look, even Justin Fields, he hit a big one, obviously for a touchdown in that game. Uh, you know, just the last Thursday night as well. What what do you think the possibility of a Chase Young return, maybe in these next few weeks, if he gets good medical news this week from from uh, Doctor Andrews, could could do for the defense as well? They could do a lot. Uh, you, 
you look like you've been ejected to Chase Young into a front that's already getting out there. It can only get better. I'm, I'm just telling you, better players make better teams. So you can't wait on that. You can't wait till he gets back. But the thing is, can the, the back end play off of the front? Because we're seeing two different groups doing two different things. And the great defense is they play off of one another. And you would think this defensive backfield, especially with all the chaos that the front is starting, would be the guys reaping the rewards of it. But they're not. Besides Cameron Curl, everybody seems to be a second late. And St. Juice, he's playing his game. Don't expect for St. Juice to ever be a six, seven, eight pick a year guy. He's going to be a guy that break up plays and make game winning plays like he did the other night. But we need for us to come back and make store and make a play. But Cam Curl, if you're looking for a guy to be a game changer on the back end, it's that guy. All right, so Fred Smoot, for those of you who are scoring at home, has as many interceptions this year as the Washington corners combined, and Fred has played in zero games. So that's not a good statistic yes. uh, at all. Um, nothing against the work uh, you're doing, play, but that's not a good I statistic. Say, I've been saying, Jack, but I did play in a game with Congress and almost picked one off, so I, I might be a half pick above him right now. Well, there you go. Uh, although, have you recovered from that game? Because last I talked to you, you were still crying about the, the pain you were in. Yes, yes. It's taken me three weeks to recover from this game, and that's how you know the game has left you. Pass by, my friend. <laughs> when Congress is kicking your ass, it's time to admit that you're washed up. A <laughs> hey, 70 year old debate club winner. Look me like a dog. <laughs> Fred Smoot with us here via the BetQL guest hotline of the Team 980, streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Did you wear Tennessee colors at all on Saturday? Any truth to the rumor that you were celebrating with the Vols Nation? I was celebrating with Vols Nation, who I hate dearly, right? right. But the thing about it is, I hate. The Crimson Tide did much worse. So, at the end of the day, I was pulling for Tennessee to win that game. And I actually think, I oh, I can't believe I'm saying this. It's going to come my mouth. But Tennessee, when Tennessee is good and Florida is good, Georgia is good, the SEC is just better as a whole when we have some East representatives. And I thought that was good to knock Alabama and Nick Saban off of their high horse. There's nothing better than seeing Nick Saban with a frown on his face. It really does it to me. But does it make up for losing to Kentucky? Uh, it doesn't because uh, okay. I feel like we should have had that game. I feel like we were the better team. I feel like they just made the plays. But I tell you what, that Emmanuel Forbes, five interceptions on the year, two return for touchdowns, six three, two hundred pounds, could be the number, the first corner taken in the NFL draft. Another Mississippi State Bulldog uh, does it again. Well, you guys get Bama this weekend. Thoughts and prayers with you and your fan base. Hey, listen, listen. Would the church please say amen? Hey, um, what did you think of House of Dragon this past week, and what have you thought of it overall? I know you are an expert on the world of the Game of Thrones, so I need yeah. your insights on what we've been watching. Hey, I thought it was great. Uh, I really enjoyed watching the series literally turn deteriorate from the first episode to yes. the seventh episode and basically turn into the Night King. He was just a white walk. It was nothing left but an eye. I enjoyed that. I, I, I'm enjoying the storyline playing out. I can't wait to see how Rhaenyra comes back this one. Not at the Greens. Made they, they choice and tried to put Aegon the second on the throne. I can't wait to see Damon back and his nephew, Aemon. It's going to be fun. I think next episode, Aemon shows everybody that the ruby that's in his eye, he has a blue sapphire in his eye. It's going to be fun. I, I thought this, I, hey, listen, I have really enjoyed this first season, and I'm mad. That the season finale is next weekend. Don't know what I'm going to do for a year. 
It's next weekend already. How about that? The finale yeah. coming up. I did not mm-hmm. know that. I didn't know how many episodes we were getting. I, I'm, see, this is why I talk, you're my nerd. You're my nerd guy. I mean, anything yeah, nerdy TV, nerdy movie, I go to you. Yeah, you would have thought I went to Old Dominion and you went to Mississippi State, but no, I went to the Higher Learning Institute. I mean, honestly, anything that like you know, like for like kids shows, you're my guy. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like anything. <laughs> nice shot, right there. Nice shot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, good talking to you. We'll see you Sunday. Uh, hopefully it will not look like Lambeau South, but, uh, you know, Taylor Heineke shows back. We'll see if that will put some juice into the FedEx field crowd. They need it. I'm going to say, crowd, do not let this rotten cheese take over our stadium, please, though. All right, we'll expect some, uh, you know, some, some reminiscing about your moment at Lambeau Field, I'm sure, at some point during Sunday's postgame. Appreciate it, man. All right, gotcha. All right, Fred Smoot with us, the Mouth of the South, uh, here on the Team 98 Streaming Live on the free Odyssey app, um, talking commanders with us. Of course, this weekend, the Cheeseheads are back in. Uh, you know, they've not had a good history in regular season games here at uh, FedEx Field recently, which, you know, take it from what it's worth, you know, certainly different teams, different eras, what have you, but they're they're not the Aaron Rodgers, the Aaron Rodgers teams of the past, that's for sure. Uh, we'll talk more about that matchup as we get along further down in the week. Uh, there is more Commanders off the field news today. Um, there always is Commanders off the field news, but there's more to to get to coming up. Uh, we'll do that uh, at, at uh, coming up in the next segment. Uh, plus, we'll get back to some more phone calls at 301-230-0980. It's uh, Burgundy Gold today. Scott Jackson with you here on the Team 98 Streaming. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Live on the free Odyssey app. All right, it is Burgundy Gold today. Scott Jackson with you here on the Team 90 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Be back with you here tomorrow as well. Thanks to Fred Smoot for joining us. You can hit that on the old rewind if you're listening on the Odyssey app and uh, check him out from 2 o'clock. And earlier, uh, 1230, we talked to Bobby Wilder, the guy who was uh, the coach of Taylor Heineke back in college. Old Dominion also was playing golf with him on Saturday. Taylor already 
pretty much knew that he was going to be the quarterback at that point with the news of the Carson Wentz injury coming out uh, within the team. And then, you know, he uh, explained, obviously, as the round went on, how many players and teammates were reaching out to him and multiple conversations with Scott Turner during that four-hour period. Uh, it was quite insightful. And, you know, Bobby's thoughts on Taylor 2.0, why he's more prepared to take the bull by the horns, if you will, as the starting quarterback this time around. And, you know, no matter how many weeks it goes, it'll be interesting to see. So appreciate those guys coming through and joining us via the Big QL guest hotline. All right, so mentioned earlier uh, in the program that um, there was, you know, the story that came out yesterday that Washington Post had uh, and many others about uh, D.C. Um, is going to go ahead and continue forward with this investigation um, into the commanders, what that means, you know, where that goes. Remains to be seen, right, uh, on the uh, ticket skimming stuff, also with the workplace environment um, allegations as well. So wh- whatever that all means. And, you know, I was always wondering this and saying this to other people, and I know uh, Neil in Rockville, the show attorney for the Kevin Sheehan Show, broke this down earlier today as well. But, you know, maybe this is just a whole lot of hot air, like a lot of these stories have been to this point. But I will say this, from the stadium standpoint, you know, and again, this was the story from, from uh, ESPN last week. Um, that you know, a lot of these owners will get over it if there's a new stadium here, which which is fascinating to me, because just because there's a new stadium doesn't necessarily mean you build it, they will come. I mean, I think you know you got to be realistic about that. Outside, of course, Cowboys, you know, Giants, Eagles, certain, certain the Packers this weekend, certain teams, um, you do it. But you know, I guess this is the idea: the revenue they think will be created by a new stadium is fascinating. But if you put that thing in the wrong place, <laughs> forget about it. Um, but anyhow, and if the product is still Stinkola, it, it won't matter. But hey, you know, these guys, they're smart business people. That's why they all became billionaires, right? They worked worked their whole lives to get there and were so smart and intelligent and also happened to fall into a foolproof uh, league that makes money hand over fist. But anyway, I digress. So the, uh, the story in regards to D.C. is interesting from this standpoint is it just seems like if they're moving forward and this is their mindset about the franchise that, you know, not that this is breaking news that clearly there's a, uh, you know, I guess maybe a slim to none chance uh, that RFK side ever gets anywhere near being a uh, potential future place for the commanders. Um, you know, Virginia obviously didn't even want to vote on a stadium this year. We all know that. Uh, Maryland, Larry Hogan, I guess today in front of an open microphone again explained as to how he's been trying to work on this for how long, forever it feels like, and it's going nowhere. He doesn't sound like somebody who's really highly motivated and excited to make anything change there, unless, of course, you know, the owner were to say the magic words is, I'll pay for it, uh, which has not been uttered yet. So does it seem like anything's gained any traction? So that's where the, you know, the D.C. part of it can be maybe a problem for uh, for the owner of the Washington Commanders, Dan Snyder, is because just another example to the other 31 as to how the local community, again, not every other one of these franchises has the ability to play off three different municipalities on one another. And yet, he's got no good options right now, right? I mean, that's the other fascinating part of this, really. And if this is all they care about, it's the bottom line, which is all they care about is the bottom line, is that's got to be as damning as anything else of any of these allegations or any things that have come about over the years, the decades of the mismanagement is the fact that you got three municipalities and you've gotten nowhere. <laughs> I mean, really, 
I mean, what do you think that Bills could have done with? I mean, you saw how they did just by leveraging, you know, Toronto many years ago uh, into what they got out of the state of New York. I mean, the Titans, for goodness sakes, are going to get a new stadium soon. I mean, it's just all these other places, you know, are checking the boxes and getting it done, and they didn't have three different places to play off each other. It's wild. So now today's story, Don Vanatta and crew over at ESPN.com writing about this in Seth Wickersham. That in a letter sent to Commissioner Roger Goodell today, the attorney for dozens of Washington Commanders employees have raised concerns, former employees have raised serious concern about the NFL has possibly violated a specific promise of confidentiality that was made to the clients prior to them testifying to investigators about Daniel Snyder and the team's toxic workplace environment. This is Lisa Banks, the D.C. lawyer, who um, cited an ESPN report last week that the commander's lawyers used the NFL Beth Wilkinson investigation inquiry as a tip sheet to compile an enemies list that was used by the law firm for the owner of the commander's, Dan Snyder, uh, to commission private investigators to harass her clients, including former team cheerleaders and other former employees. Uh, Ms. Banks sang in a statement in a letter she wrote, or, or excuse me, saying in a letter she wrote to Roger Goodell, which was co-signed by her law partner Deborah Katz, that was attained by ESPN. If true, this is a clear violation of specific promise the NFL made to our clients through Mrs. Wilkinson and her team that witnesses' names would be kept confidential, confidential and not shared with Mr. Snyder or the Washington Commanders. Banks also threatened to sue the NFL if the tip sheet allegation is not uh, only morally reprehensible but also provides a basis for us to take legal action against the NFL, which will be given serious harm uh, caused by our clients, by their reliance on the NFL's promises. Banks also asked for a meeting with Goodell to discuss whether or not the tip sheet of the allegations, uh, allegation is unfounded. Also went on to say, if you ignore the request, as you have in the past, uh, to talk to uh, you directly, we'll assume the reporting by Mr. Manata is true, and we'll move forward with the formal legal, al- legal action on behalf of our clients. Goodell has repeatedly, uh, including during his testimony to Congress in June, said that he did not ask Wilkinson for written investigative report uh, for compelling reasons that continue to this day to protect um, the women's anonymity. So that was, of course, part of what he said, and obviously that has not stayed. You know, the the anonymity, easy for me to say, anonymity has not stayed since then because obviously you know a lot of the players involved in this thing now. So... See where this goes. If it goes anywhere, if they get the meeting with Goodell, probably a good idea just to at least meet. There's still certainly the Mary Jo White investigation at some point that will wrap up, I would suppose, from the NFL. They have promised to make that public this time around. And whether or not this, again, moves the moves the um, goalpost at all on the other 31 owners' appetite to continue to stay down this road, which is, you know, show us the evidence. We've we got nothing here. We can't do anything will be interesting uh, as well. And earlier NFL Network, and not surprisingly, well-timed report, basically saying there's nothing to see here from the NFL owner's standpoint because they don't plan to do anything. So you have that going on as well. All right, coming up, we got about another 30 minutes or so. We're going to get back to the football part of all this stuff, which is, of course, Sunday with the Commanders, the Packers, Taylor Heineke, back in the saddle again, and will it mean better things for the offense? Your thoughts on that, and whether or not, you know, again, if Carson Wentz is back in four weeks, six weeks, seven weeks, eight weeks, 
you'd be in a big hurry to get him back on the field. Because the, the one thing that this uh, situation has maybe bailed out the commanders from a uncomfortable uh, decision they would have had to make, say, in December in regards to that 70% snaps thing in a second-round pick as they can you know, step away from the season maybe and then evaluate whether or not it's worth moving forward another year or not at that point. So get your call, 301-230-0980, It's Burgundy Gold today. Scott Jackson with you here on the Team 90 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back, Team 980, streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Scott Jackson here with you. Your phone calls are invited at 301-230-0980. Craig Hoffman Show coming up at the top of the hour at 3. We'll be back in this spot with you here tomorrow. We'll probably get more into the Packers and some of their issues because there have been a lot of them. Let's be real. There's been a lot of Packers issues today kind of focusing on the commanders, the QB change, the – Official notification of all that today with the team saying, yes, Carson Wentz is out. I guess Carson Wentz just put something up via IG, uh, nothing very specific, um, and didn't say, you know, hey, I'll see you in three weeks or anything like that. Just talked about, you know, opportunity for growth, and as you would expect, very much about his faith and how his faith will get him through this is the long and the short of it. I don't have it in front of me now. After I brought it up, I was going to read it, and now I have taken it down. Oh, well. Anyway, you can go find it yourself. I'm sure on your on your socials, whatever you may use. All right, on this thing called the internet. Let's get back to the phones. Three zero one two three zero zero nine. Any expectations, good, bad, or indifferent for the quarterback change now with Carson Wentz out after the surgery? Can this team be jump started from Taylor Heineke? And you know, is this the end of Ty, uh, of of seeing Carson Wentz for the season? Would you vote for that if he is able to come back? Let's get to Roberto. What's happening, Roberto? You're with us here on the Team 980. Scott, how you doing, sir? Roberto, how are you? I'm hanging in there, and I'm very optimistic about the outcome versus a anemic offense on the on the Packers right now. They're not doing much. After watching what the Jets' defense did to them, I'm very optimistic. Uh, I know Taylor can hold on to the the ball as far as long drives and and keep the the defense fresh. And even if we come out with three points at a time, we still have a better better chance with Taylor because of his knowledge of the offense. Yeah. Plain and simple. It's not because he's a better quarterback or worse quarterback. Knowledge of the, the, the offense Gives them a leg up as far as getting the ball off faster, and 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 then he's been working out on his uh, uh, delivery according to some reports. So I mean, it's all, I mean, how how bad can it be, bro? <laughs> <laughs> listen, right. how well, bad listen. Can it get? Your quarterback was twelve of twenty-two in his last game for ninety-nine yards. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. I mean, in, in, I'm reading. I just saw this quote, which I almost spit out my water through my nose, um, talking about <laughs> Rivera from the day saying that that 
I, I just lost it on the page. I can't find it. On Carson, the question was on if there is any thought that Carson playing through his injury made it worse. Not necessarily. I couldn't tell you that or not. I mean, he played a heck of a game. Yeah. What? And he did really all, did, all things considered. He played a heck of a game, really. Okay. Well, 12 of 22, 99 yards. And they were, what were they getting on third down? They were 2 of 11 on third down for like the second uh, straight week. So. Let, let, let oh, the legend of Nikkei start get started, bro. Yeah, $28 million to get you what it used to in the world. Hey, thanks for the call, Roberto. Have a good one. Thanks for checking in. Yeah, man. Come on. Whew. I get it, man. I get it. You're very sensitive to this guy's fragile ego. But come on. It's not... <laughs> come on. Come on. Really, Ron? Oh, played a heck of a game. Jeez. All right. All right, sure. Well, Samuel dropped the one pass. Yeah, he did. You know. Dude also threw a bunch of others, you know, uncatchables uh, to other receivers. But anyway, whatever. I mean, Cole Turner, thank God, he used every inch of his, what, 6'7 frame or whatever the hell he is in his wingspan of, like, you know, a Manu ball to catch the one ball. <laughs> it was the big play of the game. <laughs> I mean, oh, man. Anyway. All right, three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Let's get to Michael next. Michael, you're with us here on the uh, Team 980 stream at Live and Free Odyssey app. Hey, Scott. How you doing? Good afternoon to you. Uh, that in a letter yeah. sent to okay. Commissioner Roger Goodell so, today, the attorney for dozens of Washington managers employees have raised concerns. Former employees have raised serious concern about the NFL has possibly violated uh, a specific promise of, of heart, confidentiality that was made. Uh, but it would have been open competition for him to beat him out. There was never any guidance to investigators of the Daniel Snyder and the team's toxic workplace environment. This is Lisa Banks, the D.C. lawyer who cited an ESPN report last week that the commander's lawyers used the, the NFL Beth Wilkinson uh, investigation inquiry as a tip you know, sheet to compile an enemies list that was games. used My by the law firm for the owner of the commander, Dan Snyder, we could get rid uh, of to commission private investigators to harass their clients, including former team cheerleaders and other former employees. Ms. Banks saying in a statement, in a letter she wrote, or excuse me, saying in a letter she wrote to Roger Goodell, which is co-signed by her law partner, Deborah Katz, that was obtained by ESPN. If true, this is a clear violation of specific promise the NFL made to our clients from Mrs. Wilkinson and her team that Wiz's names would be kept confidential and not shared with Mr. Snyder or the Washington Commanders. Thanks also threatened to sue the NFL if the tip sheet allegation is not only morally reprehensible but also provides a basis for us to take legal action against the NFL, which will be given serious harm uh, caused by our clients by their reliance on the NFL's promises. Banks also asked for meeting with Goodell to discuss whether or not the tip sheet allegations uh, allegation is unfounded. Also went on to say if you ignore the request that you have in the past, to talk to uh, you directly will assume the reporting by Mr. Manata is true and we'll move forward with formal legal, out, legal action on behalf of our clients. And now it's unfair to win. Goodell has repeatedly, uh, including during his testimony to Congress in so June, said that he did not ask Wilkinson for written investigative <laughs> right, report uh, for compelling yeah, reasons have to that do, continue well, to this I mean, day to protect thanks to call, but um, you're gonna, the yeah, women's You're basically going to need Heineke to be worse. That was, of course, part of what he said. Losing, and obviously, the, the, the that has not stayed. Sweepstakes, then obviously, the clean house, the anonymity, easy for me to say. Anonymity has not stayed since then because, of course, you get your front office locked in before you hire Coach, but so they, yeah, that would see where this goes. goes. If it goes um, anywhere, if they get the meeting, really never the route, they probably a good idea just to at least meet but anyway. 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm fascinated to see the Mary what, what is going to look like at the end of the year. Um, we'll wrap up, I would suppose. Like said, the NFL Dan Snyder's got bigger issues to right now than what's going on on the field. This time around. Clearly Whether or not noise off. Again, moves the, but moves the um, goalpost at all. He's on good at changing the narrative. The I mean, that's his appetite his MO throughout his career. I mean, what would, down this what, road. No, hey, coach, show us the evidence. starting over, do. Yeah, anything. will be interesting as well. And if he does it in NFL network, not surprisingly, well-timed report. Which you certainly make. Case, Basically right? saying there's nothing to see here. I mean, you can certainly the make the case that they don't turn the season around that hey, don't three years plan in to do anything. Don't like the direction of it, so you have that going you on. You certainly well. make the case. All right, coming up, we got about another but, 30 minutes. You know, so just we're going to remember who's making the choice. The football part of all this you know? stuff. Same guy who's made all we the other choices. Of course, Sunday with the Commanders, I mean? the Packers, so that's, Taylor that's Heineke, the rub to all this stuff. Back all this stuff for sure in the saddle again. I don't know about being better things for the offense. You kind of in the fifth round for whether or not the you know again Carson Wentz back in four weeks, six weeks, seven weeks. Talking about a guy who potentially could be a first round pick. You'd to get him back on the field because the one thing that this situation has maybe bailed out the Commanders. Obviously, have a lot of confidence in the staff, and I can understand decision they would have had to make in December. Trust me, I do. In regards that seventy percent snap thing, the second round pick. I actually think the guys got some talent. You know, step away from the season, maybe, and then put them on the field. Evaluate whether or not it's worth they're doing the right thing year or not by him and by the team. By get your call three zero one two three zero zero nine three zero one two three zero zero nine. Show the line hanging there. We get a few more calls today. Scott Jackson, we sign off three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Burgundy Gold today here at Tuesday edition. Scott Jackson with him to Team 980 streaming live on the Free Welcome back, Team 980 streaming live on the Free All right, back with the final segment. Burgundy Gold today. We'll Scott Jackson have the here with you. Up at the top of the hour. Phone calls are tomorrow. Invited we'll dive into more at 301-230-0980. Uh, Craig Hoffman, top of the hour. Coming up on three. Sunday at we'll be back in the spot FedEx with you here tomorrow. We'll All right, more into the uh, Packers let's get back to the line to get in Michael. Because there's been a lot of them. Let's be real. Next year, Packers issues today. Focusing on the Commanders, the QB change, the official notification of all that today with the team saying yes. Carson Wentz yeah. I guess Carson Wentz yeah, just hey, put go something ahead, up there. via IG. Uh, nothing very specific. Yeah, you got specific. it, Michael. Go ahead. Um, okay, sorry. Anyway, thank you very much for taking say, my call. I appreciate you know, it. Hey, I'll see you in three um, weeks or anything like that. Just talked about, you know, opportunity for growth and his respect very much about his faith and how his faith will get him through this is the long and the short of it. I don't have it in front of me now. I brought it up. I was going to read it, and now I have taken it down. Oh, well. You anyway, know. you can go find it yourself. I'm sure on your on your socials. Yeah. I'm, I I'm with you. All right. This thing called the internet. Don't put them out here this week. Let's get back to the phone. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eight. Expectations and, good, you know, bad, or indifferent for the quarterback change now with Carson Wentz out after the surgery. Can this team be jump started for Taylor Heineke? And you know, is this the end of of seeing Carson Wentz for the season? And so, would you vote for that if he is able to come back? Let's get to Roberto. What's happening, Roberto? With the show on TNN before you, you know, how you doing, sir? Roberto, how are you? Get another first round draft pick. I'm hanging in there, and I'm very up. I think you got to leave the season. No one as well um, have some feel on it. Then, offense on yeah, the, have some feel you on don't it. Know, on the Packers yeah, right now, they're not doing much. Guess, anyway, so the, the point was, you know, the Jets some defense did to them, the show, I'm very yeah. optimistic. Three Super Bowls. Uh, I know Taylor can hold on to the, the ball three different running backs as far as one thing in common. Long drive line, and, and keep you know, the defense and fresh. So if you build that, and even if I we come out with three points at a time, of this team, we still that will have a better chance. Not in the chance said, I think, you know, he's on a rookie because contract. Because of his knowledge That's of the offense. That's how he will build success yeah. in this league. 
plain and simple. Yeah, they have. Because he's a better quarterback yeah, no, well, or worse quarterback. Man, his phone was cutting up like crazy. It's like a delay. Uh, yeah, no, no doubt. You he's mean, a it work if as far you make the right picks, ball, right? Make the smart free agent moves. If you sign the right kind of players. All those things. Uh, uh, you know, uh, delivery, <laughs> the track record here before. these last three years so, has been a bit I mean, spotty in, in uh, particular on the free agent front. So, how bad can it be, bro? Uh, I mean, the free agent front has been terrible. <laughs> Let's be honest. For the entirety of free agency, listen, I mean, right? there's been some hitch. Well, listen, there's a lot of pressure in there. Twelve and twenty-two I mean, yeah, in his last you game. You nailed that. You know, there's been some ninety-nine good ones. yards. But there's been a lot uh, of yeah, right. I mean, a lot of different different front offices. This this franchise is yeah, free agents. You're right. I mean, it, to stay away from. And I'm reading. I just saw this quote, which I almost spit out my water uh, through my nose. <laughs> it's gone. It's um, especially when you pay high dollars. <laughs> Rivera from the day that's saying been a that, problem. I was going to Chris next. Chris, thanks for waiting. I, I, you're I with us here on the page. I can't find it. On Carson, question was on if there is any thought that Carson playing through his injury made it worse. Not necessarily. I couldn't tell you that or not. I mean, he played a heck of a game. He he really did. I mean. He and he did really all, did really all things considered. Turner he played a heck of a game, really. And, okay. And, and Ron yeah. are really. 12 of 22, 99 yards. And they were, I mean, what were they getting on third down? They were 2 of 11 on third down for like the second straight week. So. Yeah, $28 million to get you what he used to in the world. Hey, thanks for the call, Roberto. Have a good one. Thanks for checking in. Did we lose Chris? Yeah, man. Come on. Chris, I get it, Sorry, man. Buddy. I get it. You're Sorry, very sensitive um, to this guy's man, what is going fragile on the ego. Just the, everybody's oh, going in the tunnel. On. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Come listen, really, Ron. <laughs> I understand, uh, like, geez, right. wanting to think that Carson right, Wentz the the earlier well, Eagles Samuel dropped the one pass. Okay, did that's fine. Okay, you know, but clearly, a bunch of others, you know, that guy you know, physically and possibly mentally. Uh, is left uh, to the other receivers at this point, but anyway, whatever. And I mean, you know, Cole Turner, thank God, he's every year, inch of his what six know, seven to make frame him, or whatever the hell he is. You know, kind of do some things that they like, tried you know, other places. A manu ball, or not to catch the one doing. ball. Who was the big uh, play you know, of the showed game? Up again. And, like this happens all the time <laughs> in the league. Guys buy into oh, somebody's talent. They hey, all right, three zero. Couldn't get this talent up. Zero zero not eight. But we can do it. Get the Michael next. Michael, you're with us here on the team. I see you streaming live in three. They really did. What did they really change from their system? Or is again Ryan Fitzpatrick said on Thursday night football their plays. I predicted uh, I don't this know. happening, I don't know. but I, I thought I thought Taylor Heineke would probably I be thought in the past that camp, when uh, Scott Turner had less heart, talent, not because of his he talent, showed more innovation. Uh, but it would have been like a look, week one, he was terrific. It was it never a good plan, but he had a whole offseason to get it ready, right? But in these short weeks, you know, the NFL, you know, in real time. They, the game plans have not looked as position? good as the last few weeks. Now, there was more motion back in the, in the offense last week. The other thing is now, that, why uh, all these ended around plays you know, and double reverses suddenly are no longer going to Curtis Samuel? I have no idea. Did he pull a Debo Samuel with him? Are they worried about wear and tear? I don't know. I re- that, that's one of the great mysteries of the season. Or was it just a, hey, you really got to get this ball to Terry because we paid him all this money this offseason. And Terry's, you know, got to keep Terry. I don't know. I wish I knew the answer to all these things. And join the yeah, but I'll tell you what, and I said it in the first segment, I'll say it here in the last segment. There are some guys on that team, and I'm glad we have Bobby Wilder on today because he was sitting there with Taylor Heineke for four-plus hours, and he saw the texts and the calls and heard the people he was hearing from. But there are some dudes in that locker room that are extremely excited that number four is going to be the quarterback for the foreseeable future because they know that, you know, in some cases, selfishly, yeah, I'm going to get the football more. Yeah, I'm going to get the football in position where I'm not necessarily going going to get decapitated when I get it. Uh, I mean, I actually have some room to run. And others like, this is going to be more involved. They know he's going to compete his ass off. I mean, they know that. Um, 
until you know, I'm not saying Carson wasn't in his own way. That, you know, again, I think title physical and, part of uh, it has you know, you know uh, paid his price a little bit here lately. The picks, which and, was unfair you know, to Davis. He wasn't the one who decided to trade for himself. Went, you know, he didn't trade himself into the situation. Both of them were horrible, and all the rest of them were horrible. And let's let's just cut you know, again, losses. great downfield throwing, some great stuff. Thanks to the call. We always knew the accuracy was going to be a problem. Well, I mean. Thanks to the call, but you're and yes, you're, you're basically middle part of this to be worse. Retooled, and I put to my air losing, quotes as we to get the the not Bryce tooled. Young sweepstakes. Uh, offensive and line has been clean house, front office, very tough to watch. Um, head coach, no question about it. Um, the right no thing to them would be about although, hire, you know, get your front office okay, locked in before you hire. You no, know, hopefully some better they, things to come. Yeah, you know, that would make too much sense. Over these um, next few weeks, they can get really the balance the route they've gone here. If they could be more balanced, anyway. not try yeah, I don't to know. drop. I mean, I'm, I'm fascinated I mean, to see. Look, what, the what same is rules it apply like at the end of the year. to Heineke um, as they did to like Carson. Like Dan Snyder's got bigger issues right now than what's going on on the field. We saw that last year with all this noise. Heineke had one 300 plus yard passing game last year. It was this first good at changing the narrative. I mean, that's that part of the formula has not changed. What would the, what, no, hey, showed you last year when it came to Wentz, you know, his team, that was, for whatever reason, just didn't want to buy into it. And even if he does it, it's, it's Smith for joining us, you know, Wilder, with cause. Uh, as well, great insights. Which you could certainly to make Michael, a case, right? Uh, Michael Mayer for producing I mean, it. You could certainly make uh, a case. We'll be back with you tomorrow here. We're going to get a goal today. Scott Jackson saying so long. Enjoy Tuesday. We'll be back with the hump day edition tomorrow. You certainly make a case. Hoffman Show straight ahead here on the Team Entity. Just remember who's making the choice. You know? Same guy who's made all the other choices. You know what I mean? So that's that's always the rub to all this stuff. All this stuff for sure. I don't know about Hal. I don't know if Hal was a bad choice. I mean, he kind of in the fifth round for going into the the season, right? Last year, You're talking about a guy who potentially could be a first round pick. No, I think it was a, it's a pretty savvy thing. You can coach him up. Now you obviously don't have a lot of confidence in the staff, and I can understand some of your apprehension. Trust me, I do. So there's that. But I actually think the guy's got some talent. But I don't think you need to put him on the field this week. I think they, they're doing the right thing by him and by the team by putting Heineke out there and letting him in the first crack at this. All right. If you're on the line, hang in there. We'll get a few more calls on the other side before we sign off. 301-230-0980. Burgundy Gold today here Tuesday edition. Scott Jackson with you on the Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. All right, back with the final segment, Burgundy Gold today. We'll have the Hoffman Show coming up at the top of the hour. Tomorrow we'll dive into more of the Packers' problems and how or how not the commanders will be able to exploit some of those. Coming up on Sunday at FedEx Field. All right, uh, let's get back to the lines and get in Michael. Michael, thanks for waiting here next year on Burgundy Gold today. How you doing? Michael, you there? Hold on. Yeah, hey, go ahead. You're on there. Hello? Yeah, you got it, Michael. Go ahead. Okay, sorry. Anyway, thank you very much for taking my call. I appreciate it. Sure. Um, I was listening all afternoon. On it is, we need to make not a marketing. Wentz was asking us was a marketing pick. My, one person's opinion. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I agree yeah, I'm with you. Don't out here this week. Don't put him out here this week. But you know, the guy come out, and you know, I watched him play the last preseason game. Granted, it's the last preseason game, but I think it was Doc or somebody. I think it was Doc Walker who said, you know, he's got Wentz's arm and Taylor smarts and guts and moxie. And so I think you play Taylor, you go through it, 
But you got to see what you have in hell before you, you know, do all this and, and blow all up and trade everybody and get another first round draft pick. You got to know. Yeah, I think you got to leave you the know. season knowing as well. Um, have some feel on it. Called in. Yeah, you got to have some feel you on don't it. Know. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, anyway, the, the the point was, you know, in some earlier on your show, you know, three Super Bowls with three good quarterbacks, not Hall of Fame quarterbacks, three different running backs. They have one thing in common, the line, you know. And so if you build that, I think you got enough other parts of this team that not in the end, as you said, I think, you know, he's on a rookie contract. That's how people have built success in this league. Yeah, they have. Anyway, just, my two cents. Yeah, no, oh, thanks for the call. Man, his phone was cutting up like crazy. It was like a delay. Uh, yeah, no, no doubt. I mean, it can work if you make the right picks, right? Make the smart free agent moves. If you sign the right kind of players, kind of, all those things. But, you know, uh, <laughs> the track record here these last three years has been a bit spotty, in, in particular on the free agent front. So, uh, the free agent front has been terrible here, let's be honest. For the entirety of free agency. I mean, there's been some hits, sure. There's a London Fletcher in there. I mean, yeah, you nailed that. You know, there's been some good ones, but there's been a lot of really stupid ones too. I mean, all, different different front offices. This this franchise in free agency has just been and just stay away from corners in free agency, please. Don't don't do that. Uh, <laughs> the way it's gone, it's especially the ones you pay high dollars for. That's been a problem. All right, let's get to Chris next. Chris, thanks for waiting. You're with us here on uh, Burgundy Gold today. Hey, how are you? Good, buddy. Good. Hey, so I think, you know, Wentz indirectly uh, did us a favor. He, he really did. I mean, he showed us uh, that really uh, Turner and, and, and Ron are really more or less out of touch. I mean, everybody loved Turner's play calling until we saw that he, you know, the first two games, no first downs in the first half. Did we lose Chris? Chris! Sorry, buddy. Sorry we lost you. Um, Man, what is going on with the cell phones here at the end? It's the Everybody's going in the tunnel. Anyway, yeah, I mean, yeah, but listen. I I understand, like, you, you wanting to think that Carson Wentz, the, the early years of the Eagles, you can recapture that, okay? That's fine, okay? But clearly, you know, that guy physically and possibly mentally is left the building at this point. And, you know, doing what they've done this year, you know, trying to make him, you know, kind of do some things that they tried other places or were not successful doing, uh, you know, it showed up again. And, like, this happens all the time in the league. Guys buy into somebody's talent. They, hey, this team couldn't get this talent uh, this out of this guy, but we can do it. Our coaching's better. Our, you know, we, we can fit him in our system. But they really didn't. And what did they really change from, quote, their system? Or as, again, Ryan Fitzpatrick said on Thursday Night Football, their plays. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I thought I thought in the past that when Scott Turner's had less talent, he showed more innovation, you know. And I and I thought, look, week 1 he was terrific. They had a really good plan, but he had a whole offseason to get it ready, right? But in these short weeks, you know, the NFL, you get, you know, and in real time, they the game plans have not looked as good over these last few weeks. Now there was more motion back in this in the offense last week. Now, why all these end and around plays and double reverses suddenly are no longer going to Curtis Samuel? I have no idea. Did he pull a Debo Samuel with him? Are they worried about wear and tear? I don't know. I re- that, that's one of the great mysteries um, of the season. Or was it just a hey, we really got to get this 
you know, ball to, to Terry because we paid him all this money this offseason. And Terry's, you know, got to keep Terry happy. I don't know. I mean, I wish I knew the answer to all these things. And But I'll tell you what, and I said it in the first segment, I'll say it here in the last segment, there are some guys on that team, and I'm glad we have Bobby Wilder on today because he was sitting there with Taylor Heineke for four-plus hours, and he saw the texts and the calls and heard about the people he was hearing from. But there are some dudes in that locker room that are extremely excited that number four is going to be the quarterback for the foreseeable future because they know that, you know, in some cases, selfishly, yeah, I'm going to get the football more, and I'm going to get the football in position where I'm not necessarily going to get decapitated when I get it. Uh, I mean, I actually have some room to run. And others like this are going to be more involved in it, you know. And they know he's going to compete his ass off. I mean, they know that. And I'm not saying Carson wasn't in his own way. You know, again, I think physical part of it has, you know, paid his price a little bit here lately. And, you know, he wasn't the one who decided to trade for himself. You know, he didn't trade himself into the situation. And, you know, again, great downfield throwing, some good stuff. But we always knew the accuracy was going to be a problem. And, yes, this the middle part of this retooled, and I put my air quotes up retooled because it's not tooled, uh, offensive line has been very tough to watch. No question about it. No question about it. Although, I'll say, you know, hopefully some better things to come over these next few weeks so they can keep the balance in the offense. If they can be more balanced and not try to drop your quarterback back. I mean, there's, look, the same rules apply to Heineke as they did to Carson, which is you can't be throwing the ball over 40 times a game. I mean, we saw that last year. With, I mean, you know, Heineke had one 300-plus-yard passing game last year, and it was his first start. It was against the Giants. So, I mean, that's the, that part of the formula has not changed. And that's what the Colts showed you last year when it came to Wentz. This team, for whatever reason, just didn't want to buy into it. They just didn't want to buy it. All right, thanks to uh, Fred Smith for joining us, Bobby Wilder. Uh, as well, great insights. Thanks to Michael, uh, Michael Mayer for producing it. Uh, great stuff. We'll be back with you tomorrow here on Burgundy and Gold today. Scott Jackson saying so long. Enjoy your Tuesday. We'll be back with the Hump Day edition tomorrow. Hoffman Show straight ahead here on the Team 980, streaming live on the free Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.